Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go around the NFL to keep you in the loop. This is Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. I... I I didn't want to bring this to there, but I'll do it. We'll we'll do this in fifteen. All right. It's it's something involving the quarterback, man. Just looking out for him. I'm protective. I'm worried about him today, uh, and, and I'm worried about him maybe in another way. Although I don't know whether I should or should not be. Let's have a little flashback Friday. A little D'Amico Ryan's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Eagles uh, with uncertain futures. Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox. Uh, let's just go back to. Uh, when they were about to play in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, what they had to say about the impact of your head coach, D'Amico Ryans. Here's Fletcher Cox. When I first got here and was in the locker room with him, I kind of watched him a little bit. He's just a natural leader. Um, he's one of the guys that I think I told somebody, Zach, or somebody yesterday, playing with D'Amico taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about how to be a pro, how to approach things. Um, and D'Amico was always one of those guys, if I had problems with, with something, I would go to him. If I had problems at home, I would go to him to lead me in the right direction. One of the best. One of the best about D'Amico early on uh, about what he was going to be. Here was Jason Kelsey talking about your head coach, D'Amico Ryans. I think a lot of guys felt this coming when he was a teammate. You talk about just an impeccable leader, just always composed, always uh, in the moment, very smart, cerebral player, definitely a a favorite during the the Chip Kelly era and the locker room by coaches and players. I mean, everybody loved D'Amico, and um, it's, it's of no surprise that he has gone on to have success in anything. I love there, man. Yeah, and you can go back to his rookie year. That, that that's the one thing that you should have been a dead giveaway. Named captain as a rookie, as a linebacker. What do they call him? Uh, Mufasa. Musa- yeah, Mufasa. Mufasa. Yeah. Mufasa. Yeah. yeah. You know what that's from? The Lion King, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. You like that movie? Love that movie. Okay. All right. Um, see you next Tuesday. Uh, what are we doing here? Uh, that's when the uh, see you uh, next Tuesday. Period to franchise tie guys begins oh, next oh, Tuesday. Okay, okay. Yeah, next tu- next Tuesday they will. Uh, that's when it begins now. Yeah, so, begins and yeah. then you got a two week stretch. Yeah. So we'll figure out what goes on uh, there. Merrill Hodge, quarterback Domus. He's at it right now. This was him last year, just to show that he knows what the hell he's talking about. This was Merrill Hodge last year talking about C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. How many quarterbacks have a first-round grade this draft? I got one, um, and that's C.J. Stroud. And he is unique from this perspective. Let's talk about this. These are the two things that have to be woven together. If you do not have these two things, your ability to win consistently in the National Football League is going to be very hard. you got to process decision-making, okay? The processing and decision-making aspect and accuracy has to be that combination. C.J. Stroud is strong. He is dynamic. I mean, his ability to throw accurate-wise... Will attack. He can attack every inch of the field. Every inch of the field. You take Bryce Young into that pocket collapsing environment. He doesn't have a big enough arm, so he's limited in where he's going to be able to throw. And he's not the same quarterback. He can't make those throws. And that's going to be a, a big consistency in the National Football League, where he's going to have to play that he doesn't play like C.J. Stroud does. Now I know you know he's. Clearly on the national stage, Merrill Hodge, because he yeah. was just on with Dan Patrick. There. Well, he's not on the national stage at all. But he's not like 
you know, yeah. on a show. And that was a breakdown Like, like right he's there. a guest. Well, we saw that last year. I was like, okay, what is Merrill Hodge? go back now? to Johnny. Uh, let's go back to Johnny. Yeah. This is uh, Merrill Hodge back in the day talking about how he felt about Johnny Manziel, much to the dismay of Skip Bayless. Merrill Hodge, with all due respect, you have never, ever been more wrong in your assessment of a football player than you just were about Johnny Manziel. He's going to be a star. He's a, a fifth or sixth round grade if you have a compensatory <laughs> pick, grabbed him there. But not in the first round. I'm sorry, I got a question. Are you saying that Johnny Manziel may not even be worth a pick in the first three rounds? Oh, I wouldn't. There's The, the project is so massive. Dude. There are so many so, major flaws. So what are your thoughts about people who believe he should be the first overall pick well, in the draft? Listen, you know, obviously it's not a perfect science, but I think people who will take him in the first round, I'm if you first did, overall, first if overall. you took it first overall, I would think that staff would be gone in two years and whoever made that pick would be gone in two years. All right, well. Now he has an opinion on Caleb Williams. All right, so you got it. You got the. You got the credibility now. Yeah, he does seem to. Maybe he just doesn't like guys who are playoff script. I'm not sure, but this is what he said about Caleb Williams as the Chicago Bears decide what they're gonna, how they're gonna handle the number one selection in this year's draft. I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year. So I'm only halfway done. Okay, the one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes. And I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's, let's, let's try to make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. Ain't even remotely close to that. So it is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. I mean, you got to respect it now, right? I don't know. I do. I, I mean, I guess. I like Drake May. You've said that. And, uh, and, I like Drake and, May. And I don't think that's... I like him, especially if Cliff Kingsbury gets his hands on him. And he's probably a, a more polished, safer, right? I don't know about that. Yeah, just kind I don't of, know what Caleb is. I, it did seem like he was just kind of BSing this year. I don't know if he. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe like when you start losing a few games, and yeah. <laughs> you know, you get to a point where it's just kind of I'm just protecting myself. I'm mm-hmm. looking out. I'm gonna run around, like try to make highlight plays. It, it did seem like he was just kind of at, at, at a certain point. It just seemed like he was just kind of like f this. Yeah, and, and their defense sucked. And you know what? That's part of the evaluation. Yeah, it it, it really is. Uh, I think. Uh, I, I think Drake I would May, not be able to pass on Caleb Williams, although I, I would anticipate a lot of extra BS. What does he do? That, and this piqued my interest. That's why I'm asking you. What does he do that's special? Uh, he's got a hell of an arm. He's knows how to extend plays. He's pretty freaking athletic. Like he's like a bigger version of Kyler Murray. He's a badass, man. The athleticism I would agree with. I remember when he came in. I was at I was at his debut, his college debut against Texas. Mm-hmm. He kicked their ass. They were down 18. I knew yeah. that was going to happen too. <laughs> I, I, I literally, we were literally sitting at the Astros game. <laughs> this guy's going to kill us. I, it, he was he was this backup quarterback. We were sitting at the Astros game. I said, Spencer Rattler's going to get benched. Caleb Williams is going to come in. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But I, I say all that to say, I, I think, I, I like, I don't know. Like, Merrill Hodge just, he did say, I've only watched five games. Six, but yeah. Yeah, six. Yeah, you got three last year, three this year. He didn't even, he didn't even go back to OU. He didn't go, like, you've watched six games. I, look, it's gonna. It's hard to say. Hey, Merrill, you're dumb. But he is quarter dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dumb. You're wrong. Kind of hard to say that. Going around the NFL here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Cliff Kingsbury, uh, he was asked about his dream QB. This is what he had to say. You look at today's NFL. What type of quarterback? The ideal fit. The characteristics. The traits that you want to. Is there anything funnier when someone's like? You look at today's NFL. In today's NFL. When someone's breaking it down, in today's NFL. In today's NFL. In today's NFL, you got to be able to do this. You look at today's NFL. What type of quarterback, the ideal fit, the characteristics, the traits that you want to work with here in Washington? Uh, The Chiefs quarterback. That'd help. (laughs) Uh, No. um, You better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. Player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys each and every day when when he shows up in the building. You want him to lift the building up, and um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. All right, there you go. Thanks, Coach. Now, that part is part of today's NFL, the mobility part. Cliff Kingsbury in Washington. 
How's Crazy, that isn't it? Isn't that, 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 that's wild. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a different. It's gonna be weird seeing him like that. Well, what did you make of uh, Chip Kelly, who was rumored to be the the Raiders? We're going around the NFL Raiders OC. What did you make of him leaving UCLA mm-hmm. to be the OC at Ohio State? Uh, I thought I would feel like a loser if I were at UCLA. Oh, of course. Like, think about. It. I mean, just the fact that he did that. That's usually like you go from D two to get a head coaching gig. Yeah. They're going to the Big Ten, man. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. Oh yeah, that's right. They're, they're going, going to the freaking yeah. Big Ten. Mm-hmm. He left UCLA See that guy over there with a the headset. <laughs> How does that happen? Used to be our coach. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would feel terrible. Oh, you feel like like this second tier. I mean, and that's not like hey, he left. Dude, he left to be a he left head coaching gig to be OC. Well, especially because it's not like. You've been a second-tier program. You've been a marquee program. Now you're second-tier. That's what's Are embarrassing. Are you even second-tier if that happens? I mean, can you even be second-tier if, if if a coach leaves when you're going into a new conference, the yeah. playoff is expanding, if a coach leaves you to go be an OC somewhere, yeah. can you even be second-tier? I mean, however you want to define it, but at best, at, at, at best you're second-tier. Man, yeah, that's rough. Could I interest you in a stat? This one's been making the rounds. You know you can. My dad actually sent me this graphic, I think on Monday. The aggregators caught it the other day. They were putting it out. Mm -hmm. So the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way, they led the league in holding this year in the regular season. Yeah, they hold a lot. The Kansas City Chiefs in their last three Super Bowls have been called for zero holds. Yeah. Yeah, because that's some strong discipline right there. That's man. not discipline. That's good discipline right there. <laughs> that is not nah, discipline. They just step it up in that, uh, that two weeks. Whatever get... Charlie Heck's dad, who's the offensive line coach, is doing there and teaching them in the big games with that two weeks to teach, he needs to keep that up. Let that's me, discipline. Let me introduce you to Nick Bosa uh, because he was held everywhere. See, that's, that's embarrassing for the NFL. Zero holding calls. Not zero holds. Zero holding calls. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big difference in how you phrase this. They didn't hold anybody in three. Yeah, they did. They just didn't get any holding calls. None, man. None. Algeria Sneed. Oh, man. This was good. He was on with Kay Adams. He's a free agent cornerback for the Chiefs. He's a guy that Jamar Chase hates. He was asked if he had a message for Chiefs GM Brett Veach. This is what he had to say. What would you like to say to Brett Veach? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. That's pretty direct. Pay me, Rick. Pay me, Brett. Put that on your shoes. Can't blame him, man. Can't blame him at all. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Tony Romo, he got a lot of smoke. He had the internet going nuts. By the way, slime off coming up in nine minutes. Can John Lopez, throwing away mad dogs, take down Travis Kelsey? I shouldn't even be nominated. Yeah. you got to be fair. Yeah. you got to be fair to our teammates. got to be fair to our teammates. Was Lopez fair to our teammates, though? We'll find <laughs> out in the slime off next. Here's Charlie Weiss. Didn't think we'd be talking about Charlie Weiss today, but he was on Sirius XM, former OC for the Patriots, coached the Chiefs, coached Kansas, coached Notre Dame. Here was what Charlie Weiss had to say about Tony Romo. Yeah, I wasn't listening to those guys because they 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 really turned me off, I have to tell you. I'd rather <laughs> they do, they turn me off. I listened at the end of the game and I listened to Tony Romo ruin the moment. Just shut up and let us savor the moment. Just be quiet. I don't need to hear your analysis of what just happened. I just watched it. I want to watch the moment. I want to enjoy the moment as a sports fan. Okay, we please, please, just let us enjoy the moment. Oh, it's different than Mitch Holt, you know, Mitch on radio having to describe the moment because you're not seeing it. We're watching it. Let us watch it. I, I try to watch the game and not let the announcers ruin the game for me. There are announcers that I really enjoy listening to, but then there's announcers where if I have to listen to them, I'd rather go to the bathroom and throw up. Just shut up. There's no denying that he's a fan. He sounds like a fan right there. Just shut up. Let me enjoy the game. It's not wrong either. That's what we were talking about on Monday as well. I saw him double fist uh, 
uh, sub sandwiches once. Who? Charlie Weiss. What do you mean? Come on, John. Hundred percent. Come on. And a god. Uh, it's when I was would would go on Stephen A's show occasionally, and, and I was in the green room. Come on. Waiting to go on. Uh, uh, this isn't slander. This is what I sat and watched. So Charlie Weiss was on the show too, and we were sitting in the green room, you know, waiting to go on on Stephen A's show. Was it two different sandwiches? I don't know if he broke it up or whatever, but he had a, a, a like a sub sandwich in each. But hand. was it like one meatball and one turkey? No, it was like cold cuts. So he had like one ham, one turkey, one in one, whatever it was, and he was just going. Arr, arr. <laughs> so his hands were separate. Yes, he had. A, it's half, not like he had them stacked because I could see you like stacking. No. Like I'll stack like three pieces of pizza or no. something like that. No, I, the reason I so remember he had one in each hand. The, re, the reason I remember he was rotating. The reason I remember. Stop it. The reason I remember Stop it, bro. So he was like doing like the it, drummer boy. It, it, like, yes. Sub sub sub. Yes. Come on, dude. I was sitting next to or across from him. We're getting ready to go on the show. Was he at least like take? Was it? Was it? Messy? He was just going. Arr, was it arr, messy arr. eating? Or was no, it? it was fine. I had a very like, good was conversation. He least, was with he him. at least concluding? Ew. Was he at least concluding <laughs> and like chewing each bite? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was fine. But oh I, yeah, I just remember him just like <laughs> going like that with the sub sandwiches. I'm hey, hundred percent. It's not as bad as Mark Mangino. Oh yeah, I don't even want to hear about. Yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, I don't even want to hear about that dude. Man, no. what happened to him? What's he up to? Well, I hope he found a bathroom. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That guy was nasty. Yeah. And around the NFL here on In the Loop. So, C.J. Stroud kind of, uh, there were a lot of takes. It's it's more so like um, the fakish sites. But he was in a suite at the Super Bowl. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, he was seated right behind Kim Kardashian, man. Had a lot of people a little bit concerned. He's a California guy. She's a California gal. Um, a lot of people saying, man, we need to step in and get CJ away from her. All right. It was Michael Rubin's suite, though. No, and I know the backstory on this. All right, give me the backstory. Uh, I know the backstory on give this. Give me the backstory. I was asked this twice uh, at the fishing show on Wednesday. By, oh, they asked about by it. Buddies. So people are noticing. Yeah. He's like, you know, the only thing I didn't like was CJ, seeing him in, in Kardashian's suite. So, so here's the backstory. Um, yes, he was in a suite with Kim Kardashian. That suite was uh, who's who's Michael the, Rubin, Ma- yeah, Michael Rubin, yeah, uh, from Fanatics. They are all involved in the same charity for prison reform. Yeah, and so Rubin invited them, independent of each other, to go to this suite, suite yeah. to watch the it's game. It's the same way reason he was at the same party as him. She's supposedly with Odell Beckham Jr. Not a, yeah, he was at the same party. Supposedly. It was it was a charity event. Remember we saw those videos. It was it was for the same charity event. So if, I'm glad you brought this up because people are have talked to me about it off air. Well, I'm a little worried about you know about the Kardashians. Is he getting blown? No, 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 he's not. Uh, it was it was a charity event that you're talking. I about? I don't think he's that crazy. Sweet, no, he they just it's like you don't think he'll talk to Kylie or. What's the other Jenner? I don't Jenner, think he's younger Jenner. I don't. Kendall, yeah. I don't think he's that crazy. I really don't. Um, I can see it, man. Really? Yeah, I can. Not a bad thing, but yeah, I can, it is a bad thing. No, no, I, no, no, it is a bad thing, Figgy. Yeah, yeah, from that point, yes. But I don't think I. Don't, I can see him talking or dating. If you are worried, I would. I don't want that. You're but a ball for that. I can see that. I think he's too aware, too self-aware. But but I'm very glad you brought you that want up. That life. People have mentioned it to me off air. We haven't talked about it on air. Calm down. Don't worry. It's like, had he been invited to the same charity function and suite with whomever? Yeah, it, they just happen to both be there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think him dating Kim Kardashian is like a threat or no. anything like that. He's not. He's not built no, like he, that. No, he's not. He don't want to deal with all that BS. You have to be. You have to have a certain amount of weasel to want to deal yes. with that. Like, look at all the guys they did. You have to have to have a certain amount of like clout, weasel. Mm-hmm. Like Odell might be perfect, and you have to you have to. I don't like, know if he's big enough for Kim now. Look, Maybe look, she doesn't want someone big now. Maybe she's kind of just like wants to relax. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to settle down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. It's all good. I'm not saying it could never happen, but that's a lot is being made for of me. That. For me, if like let's say that in in a in a imaginary world i was cj stroud and i like let's say that 
I go in that suite and it's wow, love at first sight with Kim Kardashian. And then we have a few moments and it's like, man, I love this girl so much. I'm in love with her. Man, I I just wanna I wanna hang out with her. I wanna spend more time with her. Kanye being her baby daddy's a deal breaker. Yes. I don't give a damn. It's over. I'm not I'm not dealing with that smoke. I'm not dealing with that drama. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want that. And I think that's partly why. Odell Beckham Jr. is kind of playing it cool right now. Yeah. Because they're like walking in front of each other. Their relationship supposedly blossoming. I'm sorry. I don't care if she's the best thing in the world. I am not going to take the Kanye smoke. No way. No how. No thank you. Uh, that's a great point. No way. B. Scott weighed in. I don't care about clout, but 100% weasel enough to date a Kardashian. Yes, you are, but not... Yeah, but but not CJ Stroud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he has himself set up. He has different values than B. Scott. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be serious. Like, uh, come on. Yeah, it is time. This is one of the most controversial that we've had. It looked like Travis Kelsey was going to run away with it. Uh, he is, and then John Lopez decided to throw away co-workers' property. <laughs> I did. It is time community property for the slime Lopez versus Kelsey coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is time for the slime. It's time for the weekly slime. Slime season. The biggest displays of weekly slimery. Man, you going to hell on scholarship. As decided by your favorite H-Town hosts and the loopholes. Man, look at this slime ball. This is the Friday Slime Off on Sports Radio 610. All right, Travis Kelsey. He's got two nominations. Yeah, he so does. your odds are a little bit better than... Uh, anticipated so we have four contestants today two of them work in this building one of them plays tight end for the kansas city chiefs well really two of them but it's the same guy here's travis kelsey and his brother jason kelsey on the new heights podcast they're talking about travis kelsey's shove of andy reed and credit to jason kelsey because he's making it clear that travis was in the wrong and not just justifying the actions Having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. I immediately wish I would have took it back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that, and he just let him know, I love your passion i got cameras on me all over the place man he's letting you know not not to be like that just fired me up even more to go out there and get it 
victory for him, man. Big Red, sorry if I uh, caught you with that cheap shot, baby. But damn, I love winning with you. You gotta have your head on a swivel, because next time he gets fired up at you, he's coming hot at you. You know that. Oh yeah, I deserve it. If he would have cold cocked me in the face right there, I would have just ate it and just been like, yeah, let's <laughs> go. I'm not trying to make this situation acceptable, but this is what happens when you have highly motivated, passionate individuals. This doesn't happen if you and Andy aren't as close as you are. That's what nobody knows. The reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this. Me and you both know what it was. Andy knows what you mean to him and what he means to you. All that right. is a great explanation. Yeah, I, I love Jason Kelsey, dude. You can tell Jason's big the bigger fan. brother, too. Because, like, he tells him at the very beginning, all right, look. He's like, dude, you are like, wrong. Yeah, you know you were wrong. You are you wrong, know, It's buddy. like he's still, like, they're still six and four or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, I love Jason Kelsey. I, yeah. I look forward to seeing what he does, man. I think he's going to be a broadcaster. Yeah, I would hope. I just wonder, like, is, hell, maybe CBS can throw him in the studio if they have room. Or just take Romo they already out? have like 13. No, I'm talking about, <laughs> oh, I'm talking talking about the studio show. They, they need 14 guys per studio show, don't or they? Or go ahead and get rid of Cower. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. But yeah, Jason Kelsey. Travis Kelsey nominated for pushing Andy Reid. Next one, the parade. What a four-day stretch it was for Travis Kelsey. Uh, this was Travis Kelsey drunk at the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Cut that. Cut that. I want everybody a part of this thing. If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in booze and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. Oh, Lord. What? Right. what? What? Get the mic from him, Pat. What? what? And he did. Um. So Travis Kelsey has two nominees here. Yeah. Next one, Sean Pendergast. Oh yeah. Apparently there was a fight between he and Seth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where you sit on this, but Seth was pretty hot and bothered by something that Sean Pendergast did here is what it sounded like. Contestant number three is Sean Pendergast. Well, I'm watching this Iron Claw movie. That's, I can tell. Yeah. The Von Eric, Von Erickson brothers? Von Eric. Von Eric brothers, yeah. okay. What a weird family. I don't want to be a, I don't want <laughs> What a strange, strange okay. family. Okay, let me just ask you something. You haven't watched yeah. the whole thing yet. No, I, I'm guessing it gets weirder. Is, yeah. is David still, uh, spoiler alert, is David still alive? That's... This is so good. Dude, that's about... So you've been... Okay. Yes! What the hell? Okay. I thought you Wait, Honestly, what the hell? Honestly, honestly, what the hell? Okay, I bad. just... Dude. All right. A slime ball, whatever award. <laughs> like, what ball. the hell? I got to tell you. I just... That's I, a bad one. I, I, I got to tell you. I had not I had not heard, like, the full yeah. context of this. Yeah. I was in the lab getting prepared. That was pretty damn bad by Sean. It was bad. That was pretty damn bad by Sean. Because he knows Seth has not doesn't Dude, know a I lot didn't know, about I'll wrestling. be honest with you. I didn't even like I, I, I haven't seen the movie and I didn't even know I didn't know who died or anything like that. I didn't follow the Von Erics. Yeah. So Sean is talking about like it's common knowledge, like that's pretty bad by Sean. That's really bad. It's very, very bad. It's not like Titanic. <laughs> no. Like it's, it's not like, oh, well, I was Titanic kidding with sunk. Sean. I was kidding with Sean during the toss that day. I was like, hey, I'm going to watch Titanic. Don't let me know what happens. Uh, because it was that bad. No. I, yeah, like everybody knows about the Titanic. I, yeah. People don't know the Von Erich story. Mm-hmm. It's not like common knowledge. A lot of people, I would say the majority of people that watch this movie are learning about them for the first time. Yes. Uh, the only reason I do, and I'm not a wrestling fan, uh, is because it was local. You know, they're from here. They're and from so, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. And so growing, yeah, I don't mean Houston, but but anyway, growing up in this in that era, you hear about it. It's, yeah. it's in the newspapers. You remember what those are. Um, that was pretty bad, but but it was re- very bad. But that was pretty. You bad. know, Seth doesn't know a dang thing about it. Hey, has he didn't even know their names. <laughs> the Von Erickson. like he said, the Von Ericksons, <laughs> and then Sean assumes that he knows the, like their family history. Yeah, definitely a candidate. man. That is bad. Yeah, Sean Pendergast is a strong candidate. Mm-hmm. Then we have John Lopez. It's, I shouldn't even be John Lopez. 
tossed out the Mad Dog 2020 bottles. I think there were like nine or ten of them. Mm Mm-hmm. There have been one drink out of them. Like, they weren't doing anything with those, but just leaving them around. So any notion that like, Lopez threw away, like, some property or something like that uh, is incorrect. This is uh, this is the reaction from the drive guys, uh, specifically Clint Sterner, based off of Lopez's actions. I guess in the loop, they just they, – I know they threw away our mad Who's dog. they? I know they did that, and I know you felt some kind of way about it, about at least about the whole situation. So I haven't heard this, Tyler. Uh, did it? Did it? Did it ruffle your feathers when you heard it, Tyler? Did it get you a little? I mean, I don't think as much as Clint. I do think it's bush league to uh, to oh. throw away someone else's uh, property, for yeah, lack bush, of a better term. Well, I'm, I'm not acting league. like it was expensive, but I, I think that's bush league. You know, whether you're throwing someone's I mean, stuff it. away or, or taking their <laughs> lunch out of the fridge, I think it's bush league. I like bush well, league. see, that's, that's three times. Yeah, that <laughs> he called did. me bush league in the process. That was awesome. Um, I don't have a problem with with Lopez throwing the 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 Mad Dog twenty twenty that was on the windowsill. Have no no problem. Don't don't have don't give one rip. It's the it's the commentary <laughs> that goes along. With it. It's the commentary from from John Lopez and Landry Locker and. Old Figgy Fig dipping his toe in the water, too. For the first yeah. time ever today, I thought the OG John Lopez, I thought he sounded like a boomer. <laughs> sounded okay. like a cranky right, old it. man. Let me hear it, because you said Edward jumped in. Let me hear it. Let me hear Let me hear this. All right, this is from In the Loop. As They uh, they not only trap, but they, but they really started feeling themselves, right? It's oh, yeah. They start, they start going one at a time. All right, let's keep going here. Let me, let me ante it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can I please... Can I just set the stage? You I'm called me by my real my name. Spiel, boys. <laughs> he did. You got me up against it here, so I don't know if I got enough time. You went by the government. Lopez starts the damn thing talking about, I'm tired of looking at him. For everybody out there listening, <laughs> Lopez's back is to the Mad Dog 2020. It's literally yes. behind him. Never seen, never seen a person for four sit hours. that way in, 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 in radio. It's right? weird that he sits there. And, and then Figgy, Figgy, he sits his, his ass back there and says, <laughs> Well, I can I can actually see y'all. You've been looking at Lopez's back for four hours <laughs> for the last two off, years. Them bottles ain't that damn tall. Correct. That, okay, that Figgy's look. on the shorter side. I don't care oh, how. Wow. Figgy ain't under Figgy ain't under the table. He's no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if them bottles were bothering that screen in front of y'all, it's gonna bother them him. Bottles too. don't even come above that chair. Lopez right said the bottles were irritating him. It's a beautiful, beautiful color. It's beautiful artwork to me. Uh-huh. How can how Look can the presence house. of some glass bottles irritate you, Boomer? Look here. <laughs> Look here. It, 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 because it's been brought up several times, I, I just want to make something very clear. Other than Lopez's back is to the bottles and the producer. <laughs> um, that really, that, that, that's a good point. Mad Dog Monday. And I, and I don't think any listeners out there thought that, that, that uh, anything else, but I do need to clarify for those guys, I guess. Like, Mad Dog Monday was never... A, it was never intended to come in here and just mash bottles of, of Mad Dog Twenty Twenty, <laughs> and just right? throw up all over ourselves by the end of the show. It was never let's just bang a pint of Mad Dog on Mondays. It was, it was, hey man, let's bubble this bottle, take you back to the old days, Mad Dog Monday for the Texans. Boom. I don't understand how they defend yourself. Well, I don't understand. First of all, I shouldn't even be in this. Uh, but if they want to put me in, fine. I did everybody a favor. Every Anyone who says that they don't appreciate what I did is lying, except for Clint. I believe him. And But well, he said he didn't mind it. He just said he didn't like the commentary. Right. And the commentary that it bothered me, I, I turn around and talk with Figgy probably 50, 60, 70 times a show. Uh, 100%. And by the way, I come into the studio, and they're right there. And the whole thing, they're pretty colors. It's mad dog, dude. It's irritating. It's disturbing to look at. And the season is over. So I shouldn't even be in this thing, but uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Figgy. And honest, look, man, I can see better, though. Yes. Like, they are going, I can see better. And I think all three producers said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, he said it right away. Chris uh, Santiago said the same thing. Tyler. I, I can see better. Tyler said it. Yeah. It looked nice and clean. Yeah. That's all I said. Yeah. You should be thanking me. I just I just think it's not I'm not asking you to, you know, do heroin. <laughs> yeah. Just drink drink the bottle of Mad Dog. Or, mm-hmm. or don't don't do Mad Dog Mondays. And when you're done, throw it away. Yeah. That's all. Just, just drink one. That's all. Just drink one bottle. 
I'm gonna bring like eight sodas, open them all, and just leave them there. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just leave them there. Okay. And I'm gonna get pissed off if somebody throw them out. All right. Well, so we have four contestants right now. Mm -hmm. I got some news for you. Yeah. We got another contestant. We have another contestant. We got another contestant here, and I'm throwing this one front and center. Sports Radio 610, run in. Contestant number five is the guys from The Drive for doing a half-assed bit and leaving their backwash Thank you. piled high in front of me in the middle of the studio as if I want to sit there and look at y'all spit as y'all fail to capitalize on actually drinking the Mad Dogs that you're claiming you're going to drink during a great Texan season. So my vote was going to go to Sean. As we talk this out, I'm giving it to the drive guys for leaving one sip Mad Dog bottles all over the damn studio, especially now that I can actually look at Figgy during the show, and it's gone. So my vote is for the drive guys for leaving the Mad Dog bottles here. Uh, I get you. I got to tell you, I got a little bit of an upset pick here too. I got to go with Sean. I got to go with Sean on this one. That's a bad spoiler, man. Uh, that's a bad, bad spoiler. Figgy, sounds like you got either the deciding vote or you're going to cause a tie. I got to go with that last minute entry, man. Oh, really? I don't appreciate somebody calling me Edward. There you go. Edward. Okay, that's a big That's a big. Don't fact. nobody call me Edward. Don't call him Edward. Except for my wife. Yeah. So this week's winner of the Slime Off, the Mad Dog Hoarders, a.k.a. The Drive. Coming up, a wish and a concern. A wish... For a division rival and a concern for the face of the franchise next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Thank you, Peggy. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, I got a wish and a concern when it comes to the Texans and uh, free agency. I'm going to start with the wish. I hope the Tennessee Titans, if he hits the market, sign T. Higgins. T. Higgins has been an elite number two receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Before this year, he had consecutive 1,000-yard years. Uh, Burrow got hurt. He was nicked up. Didn't produce at quite the same level. Uh, Cincinnati lost their offensive coordinator to Tennessee. He's now their head coach. T. Higgins also happens to be from the state of Tennessee. If free agency comes around and he's on the market, I'll be more than happy if the Tennessee Titans sign him and they pay him like a number one receiver. Number one, I don't think he's a number one receiver. Also, he would be playing with Will Levis. That's number two. I don't think Will Levis, even if he was a number one receiver, would maximize him. And then number three, the Cincinnati Bengals are a threat to you when it comes to knocking on the door of competing for a Super Bowl. If they lose T. Higgins, that negatively impacts their team significantly. So my big wish is that T. Higgins signs with the Tennessee Titans. I would I would welcome that with open arms. How the hell do you expect me to take you seriously? What do you mean? That was some good. That was a good point. I thought. I'm sure it was. Figgy. So you've got an extra large, big hat on that's made out of foam. I just tweeted a picture of it. This is the work environment in which I work. Um, you look like a cross between Pharrell and uh, Super Mario. Probably Super Mario. That that's a good one. Figgy, how would you describe this hat? You can go to my Twitter to see it if you want. It's on YouTube too. It's on YouTube as well. 
Yes. Can't wait to see those. Yeah, that look like the hat. Uh, uh, what's the guy from the uh, backyard baseball game, Pablo? <laughs> oh <laughs> that's yeah, what it like. yeah. Oh yeah. Th- you know what? That's that's the best experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pablo from what was it baseball? Backyard baseball. Backyard or something baseball. Like that. Yeah, something like that. You're Pablo, dude. So really though, T Higgins to the Titans. How would that make you feel? Uh, what do you say? I drive the limo. Yeah, I pay. I pay for the limo. I pay for the limo. Uh, for for him to to go to the Titans. Not that I don't think he's a fine player. He's more than a fine player. Uh, he he's a he's a terrific high end number two receiver. Um, he's kind of like Nico uh, in in that regard. No offense. It's a high end number two receiver until proven otherwise for me. Uh, but they're in total rebuild. He's 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 not scared scary there. You know, it's not like they're they're going to break you because uh, T Higgins was with the Titans. Yeah, sign me up for that. That yeah. that would be great. So that would be my wish. Uh, my concern is going to take place tonight. I, I think basketball is a very dangerous sport, especially in the pickup pickup format, when you have a toolish guy with high testosterone that doesn't know how to play, that has a chip on his shoulder, that doesn't really have a a, a sense of safety. I, I'm I'm worried about C.J. Stroud tonight in this uh, celebrity ball game. I, I, I'm I'm being dead serious. Like, do I think something bad is going to happen? No, but I, but I am going to be watching this and just wanting this thing to be over. That's that's just how important he is to uh, the organization. That's how important he is to this process, and that's how dangerous the sport can be when someone like Micah Parsons is guarding you. This is Micah Parsons on his podcast. Uh, I mean, just basically talking about hard fouls and whatnot. CJ's a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we coming for CJ. If he fouls me hard, I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> he will be arrested on spot. And mind you, I have Metal World Peace, so you better calm that that noise down and let me get that screen, big dog. I'm glad you're openly saying that because I'm gonna put the team on my back. If you lose with a bigger team, what does that make you? A bum? <laughs> wow, I'm a bum now. You didn't have me worried, really. I mean, I, I should say I wasn't really worried. I knew there's always that possibility. Until you, we we started listening to this podcast and and Micah's doing the things he's doing, I saw how hard CJ's going to played in in the celebrity softball game last night, and then you realize CJ is going to compete like crazy, and now it's a beef, not a real one, but a basketball beef. Yeah, a little more than than when I walked into studio this morning. So here was uh, their back and forth. So CJ shot. I didn't know that this uh, these highlights were on. Uh... My man that played at UCLA that plays for the Miami Heat now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea. Micah Parsons apparently not really uh, impressed. I don't know what's going on here. You seen the highlights? Wrote a clip. The JV highlights. Put a JV <laughs> highlights up. Put a JV highlights up. This is a JV basketball team. No, you know who the star player on the Miami Heat is right now, other than Jimmy Butler? Bam. No, Hami Hakez. Played UCLA. That game I scored forty points was on him. The game winner. That's Hami Hawkins right there, the center. Stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing what with me. What is this, freshman basketball? No, this is varsity basketball. Bro, he does PM. not look like he's number 24. Ask him about it. <laughs> Mike apparently is pretty dang good, that's for sure. Uh, Who said that? Uh, Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen A can't even walk. He had to go to the hospital. Well, he was practicing, I guess, getting ready for this or yeah. whatever. He's a coach. He, Why is he, he playing? Because he's scrimmaging, I guess. And he, he I thought he got a metal disc in his leg. I'm sure he does. Well, he's making Whitlock look smarter and smarter. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, that's hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, it is. But he's, I mean, my gosh, he tries to step on the court. But and, I guess he was. He crossed him up, hurt him somehow, and sent him to the hospital. Uh, here's the uh, the final little snippet, uh, Micah Parsons and CJ. I'm being dead serious about this. Like, I know am you I, are. Like, overly and you've kind of got me more no, concerned I'm, than I'm, I should be. I just want him to get off that court, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> Before I even say it, the things that I'm about to do to you on that court is about whoa, to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's about whoa, to be. Whoa. I'm going to let you shoot the basketball. That would be the dumbest you thing. Wanna you want to go do. to the basket. That'd you can't dumb, shoot, Micah. That would be the dumbest thing you can do. That would be the dumbest thing you can you do. You literally are a, a wild animal. I'm a spot-up shooter. No, you're not. And I can go off the dribble. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you dribble. I'm going to make you go left. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I go left. That's fine. That's in my arsenal. Like, I, like oh, don't tell me too much of the game, but I get excited. There's more of the story you can't stop me. Like, the only way I can be stopped is, like, I missed a shot. Yo, what was the first thing you said when you gave your speech? Gotta thank God, you know, thank my Lord and Savior. Yeah, you need to go talk to God because you need to repent <laughs> for lying like that. 
it, it's all fun and games, and then it kind of no. escalates a little no, bit. Like yeah. CJ breaks him off, and then all of a sudden, Micah gets a little He's bit embarrassed. Want to get a piece of it's that. one like, yeah. it's one go underneath him when he's shooting type of thing. Next thing you know, you got like a Kawhi Leonard, Zaza Pachulia type of thing. It's just not, this yeah. is not good. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't, I don't like Micah Parsons. I, he he just he's just kind of a little much for me. Uh, yeah, no. so much for me. And I and this is going to be a competitive situation. CJ's obviously the better hooper. Like let's I be would honest. Yes, but I, I don't think I don't think Micah's yes. a chump. He ain't dropping forty. Well, he did on that NBA guy. Yeah, I mean Micah's Micah's a high school bigger than everyone bullying, going up, getting rebounds, and like. Well, what's he going to be here? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that that doesn't like correlate to. Productive pickup sometimes. Uh, and against these people, uh, it probably would, or uh, stand a better chance of of doing that. This is going to be dangerous. Not now. I'm going to have. have to, now I'm going to have to watch it. Need run our test, yeah. uh, Meta World Peace to to look out. See, I don't think he's. I think he's just going to be out there. What's he going to do? Messing around. He's heavy, isn't he? Right now, I don't know. I think he's really fat. Uh, but I think he's just going to be. Surprise you? No defense. Whatever. You throw me the ball, and I'm wide open. I'll shoot it. But not. I think the competition is going to be between the, the guys that are actual athletes and women, because there's two WNBA players in there, uh, that are actual athletes. we got to watch them. Going at it. You do. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, think, I, think, I think Puka Nakua is going to be really good. And then you got these two guys, uh, Micah and CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah. Just get off the court, man. Mm-hmm. Concerned. Just get, get everyone to just have a good time and get home safely. Yeah, just get home. Get home. Get off the court. Shoot. Just sit, sit back and shoot. Yeah, they, that's not going to happen. They're, they're going to go. They're going to have at least a couple of moments where they Try go at drive. it. Uh, pretty good. Get at that. Yeah. Get, get Puka versus uh, CJ Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig. So, so T Higgins to the Titans, please. And CJ Stroud. Uh, keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. We got the uh, the drive guys in the building. Clint Sterner, Ron Hughley. We've been talking about Mad Dog Gate all day. Yeah. You guys you guys won the slime off as a group, by the way. Oh, we won it. Yeah, y'all won, yeah, y'all won the won slime it. off as what? a group. Yeah, it was the hell last hell second run in. No, no, I, you, I, you won I, it. Just a nominate. I, I nominated y'all for leaving that around. I, I, we, we got nominated Jayla, or we yeah, won? Y'all, were, you y'all won. won. Y'all won. It was a last second nomination. Originally, I was kind of like Clint's making good points, but then I realized, yeah, there was backwash just right in front of us. So I had to, <laughs> we, we had to switch. And, and Figgy didn't like our short jokes. So yeah, he yeah, voted for that kind of put it over the top for him. Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, uh, was I that mean, Tyler he is short. or was that, was that Ron? <laughs> he is short. I mean, I, I was trying to clarify. I didn't make the screens short jokes. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to, y'all trying to act like Figgy is really short. Like, like them bottles were like some sort of privacy. No, I think he never, he never alluded to his height as being the problem. Yeah. It was just a clutter. Tall yeah. ass Chris yeah. Santiago said he could see better now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, y'all a lot of people I, say you can see a I, lot better. Like Fig, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I did hear Santiago and Johnny last night. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. I didn't, uh, I didn't know oh, it really oh, took off. Oh, Santiago, I don't. He wasn't real strong. He didn't really say it with his chest, but he. he I felt like he was on Lopez's side. Of, of course, everybody. See, that's the thing. Everyone is on my side in their heart of hearts, except for Clint. And I actually said it earlier. I respect it. I mean, you're wrong. But I respect it. What? <laughs> I respect what? It. No, I, I'm I don't, definitely not on your side. I don't oh, have get the hell out of here. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem with you throwing away. It's a shared space. Yeah, you know, if it it, it impacts everybody, it affects everybody. I'm no, not, exactly. That's my point. It's a shared space. I just think the commentary. The commentary was flawed. That's my favorite thing. He said. I don't, I don't, the action, I don't care. It's the commentary. <laughs> yes. Oh, like I put a hundred pounds in a trash bag. Oh man, that, could you? I didn't think of Dude, that. there's what, this thing the, called an elevator. When you when you thought about it. <laughs> Like that, I, I mean, I hope you felt like a real ass. No, no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. Right. I, could, I could see it. In they the have eye. carts. He that said they it's roll. her job, man. It's their job. What an B- elitist. Bajani, Bajani That's not an elitist. Bajani said she strained her back last night she trying to get that not. bag out of that can right there. She did not. They have a cart right outside the door. <laughs> you put it on the cart, put it on the elevator. You never have to lift it again. Lopez, you made her job significantly more difficult. Hey, than it I said to this be. earlier. We are all you, have better you? days on the job than others. You 100% sure she had a cart? We all, yeah, it was right outside the door. <laughs> we all have some good days, some bad days. At her job, she had a bad day. By the way, speaking of this, so so this has been people have been talking about this. I, I wake up this morning, I open the I open the phone, I look down, I see that Tyler had commented on this. People have been talking about this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, had the internet Landry Locker's been talking no, about no, this. No, no, no. People have been talking about it, including you. People. And I look, I scroll down, and I see Tyler had commented, dude, it's 3 47 a.m. 
Like what? <laughs> the tweet, like the Comment time on the tweet was three forty-seven. We're, we're, we're gonna and by the way, it, I, I'm just trying to figure this out, man. <laughs> like what, what is started? How? What time you think Tyler got home last night? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I stepped out with Tyler, and we'll discuss that coming Uh-oh. up. Oh, but we we, we got to get your guesses. Uh, what time you think Tyler? Well, I mean, that, so that, that, if he this. was tweeting at three forty-seven, that gives you. That I was home you. way before that. <laughs> oh, damn, not not that I haven't been out at four a.m. before, but right. last night was not one of well, those. Nights. I mean, it's got. I mean, bars close at two. Tyler was tweeting at three forty-seven, yeah. so it's some somewhere in between. Do the math. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, what? Lives what? up in, in, in Tassita. <laughs> That's right. About a 45-minute drive. Said he just saw This it, is huh? easy math, man. <laughs> the last man. time he told us he was out till 4 a.m. I remember that one. That, that was after just a nice little, hey, let's go Wednesday. have a beer after a work yeah. meeting. It was yeah. a fun Wednesday. All of a sudden, yeah, we're whipping out the fireball shots. <laughs> I don't think. No, it's, he's tequila. Anybody, no, that was he's, a, he's talking about it, Kirby that night. Anybody want a oh, shot? Was he whooping about then? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's bringing out trays to the table. It's like, man, I, I, I didn't like. I, I would have like. There's a different like type of mindset when you go in a bar. Like, I got their beast got said, Damn, man, we've already had two. Someone, had two as soon as someone, shots. as soon as someone says shots, you're like, all right, this is a different kind of night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just. A well, what about what if they what if they say it twice in about a five minute span? Yeah, it's a really different kind of night. You're listening to KILTAM, KILT HD2. The Drive is live. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 